ladies, Danielle here from A Woman of Virtue. Come with me today as we look at God's word for our marriage to usher in peace like we've never known before. Kingdom ways will yield kingdom results. Hey there, Danielle here. Thanks for tuning in today. Um, so on this first podcast, I wanted to just share my testimony, um, not my getting saved testimony, but my being married testimony, uh, and, okay, so anyways, I'll just get straight into it. Um, my husband and I, we met in, it was probably 2012, we got married in 2013, Um, and we actually met online. We didn't have that long of an engagement. So really there wasn't too much time to get to know him. Um, I didn't, I mean, I knew him, but I didn't know him as well as I could have. Um, so then three months after we got married, we found out that we were expecting with our first baby. And, um, I just remember being, um, kind of terrified, Um, at that point I, we were, you know, a couple months married and so obviously he was letting his guard down and I had seen some things that I just, you know, didn't see before and I was like, well, this is the guy I married and, uh, but it just seemed scarier when we found out that we were expecting, um, it just felt really permanent. (laughs) Not that it wasn't permanent before. I mean, I don't believe in divorce and I mean, it's never been an option. Not that I haven't thrown it around in my marriage when fighting, but anyways, so, so yeah, I was just scared that, uh, he wasn't going to be a good father. (laughs) I was, uh, yeah. So anyways, um, you know, back then I thought I was a really good wife. I thought I was the, I kind of call it the, the trap of the trophy wife. You know, you think that if you do all the right things and you, you know, make the lunches and clean the house and make supper and just, just stuff like that, that, you know, well, I'm a good wife. And, uh, so it was just so in my mind that I was a, a good wife. And, uh, but I, I mean, it was, you know, a couple years later when, I realized that I was just totally, totally deceived to my part in all of the fighting. My husband and I, we did a lot of fighting. And, you know, I, he's, he's a very good man. He's always been uh, just awesome, but he, uh, he, I mean, I know now that, that a married man wants to please his wife. And so I, in hindsight, I can see that he was just giving my, me my way because I didn't want, he didn't want to fight with me. And, um, so I, I pretty much did whatever I wanted. I mean, even before we found out we were expecting, I just, I did whatever I wanted. And I basically kind of told him and even if he didn't agree or he said something, I just still, why I, usually what I did was I, talked him into it. I thought I convinced him, but really he just gave up. You know, I was like, well, you're going to do what you want to do anyway, so just do it. And, um, 
so I did what I wanted to do and um let's see um so we uh we, we had Elijah and then um then three months after we had Elijah we found out we were expecting again um this time with our daughter Elizabeth um and around that time around the time Elizabeth was born we moved to our first home it was on the other side of my parents when we uh first got married we lived in a trailer house um on my parents property and then our first house was on the other side it was an actual property that we bought so the f the fighting just kept on and I just I don't know I was probably just coasting with it um you know but in time it got worse and um I remember just crying out to God um this is all in my book by the way the quarreling wife and it's also on my um pod uh, no not my podcast <laughs> my blog it's on my blog as well a woman of virtue.com so if you want to read it or go back and read it you can um I I remember crying out to God one morning and I Emerson had already left for work and I was just desperate I was to say God I can't do this anymore I mean I wasn't gonna leave him or anything I just I, you know how it is you just feel like you can't do it anymore all the fighting it just I'm just I was so sick of it and I know he was sick of it too um, but I, uh, I felt like God brought Proverbs 21, nine to my mind that says there's a, um, you know, it, it talks about how it's better for a man to live alone on the corner of a roof than to share a house with a quarrelsome wife. And I got just mad. I was like, God, don't you see that I am right most of the time? And most of my fighting with him is just wanting him to be you know, more of a leader in our family and all of that. And you know how you justify yourself and you think that you're the one that's right. And, and I, so I was really mad and I, at God, and I sat down and just began to bawl. I was just crying. I felt like the only one who knew how I felt and would always be there. He was against me too. And I, maybe this was just for me, but and maybe it'll bless someone out there listening to this, but I felt like he spoke into my heart and, and said, you know, I didn't say she was wrong. And, and that really hit me hard because I was like, okay, so even if, you know, so he, you know, some of my reasons for fighting were, you know, godly, virtuous reasons, you know, um, and so I was getting kind of proud and, God knocked me off my horse again, this time with Proverbs fourteen twelve that says there's a way that appears to be right, but in the end it leads to death. And I just, I just got it. I was like, okay, so my way is fighting with Emerson, but you say that that's the wrong way and it leads to death. And I could see that it was leading to death. I mean, we weren't, you know, at divorce or anything like that, but we were just fighting all the time and it just was awful. And Anyway, um, so my eyes were just open then, you know, and, and I was just encouraged. And anyways, um, you know, some time went on and I'm sure we still did some fighting during that time. I probably, we fought every day. Um, but then I, I was in Hobby Lobby one day and I came across a book called Love and Respect. It's by Emerson Engridge. You probably have you know, heard of it. 
Um, we've, we'd been through the marriage counseling part of it before we got married and, but I never read the book. And so I was so excited and I, it was discounted. So I bought it and I was just excited because I I knew that I was disrespecting him and I knew that I didn't feel loved because he was fighting with me. And so I got it and I, you know, went home and I told Emerson, it was just the greatest thing ever. And I started reading and he was so happy that I was, you know, he was probably happy that I was searching and, you know, that, I don't know, my eyes were becoming more open to my part. Not that I was there yet, but I was more open to it. And um, so I started reading and, but then I, you know, the book got lost or not lost, but you you know, you get, you get busy with kids and you put it down and you, you mean well, but you just don't get back to it. And so that's what happened. Um, and I was putting into practice the stuff I was learning. And I, I was seeing a little bit of fruit. You know, Emerson and I, I, I don't know. We still fought really bad. But I I was trying and to be a, a better wife. I didn't even know what being a better wife was. Um, it wasn't until later that I, I learned that I was just... It's not even that I didn't agree with what Emerson Engridge said in the book. It was just... I was maybe treating it like a formula, like X, Y, and Z, and I'll be a good wife. And I was just trying to make it happen, but I didn't have a true understanding of God's word, you know? And so, um, that's probably why the stuff I was doing wasn't that effective is because my heart wasn't really changed. Um, and so then anyways, some time went by and, um, I think I talked my husband into, let's start the book over and we'll read it together and we can grow together. And, my husband said, well, sure, if I don't have to read, it'll be fine. And so, so we started reading and, um, and, uh, before too long, we started fighting as we read because, you know, I would stop and I would just drive a point home and I just the preaching wife, you know, and (laughs) anyways, we made it through that. We just kept reading and, um, it was good and we were getting stuff out of it. And, um, I don't know, then I'm not even sure how far we got into it. I just, I just couldn't take it anymore. I felt like maybe my eyes were actually becoming more open to my part as I read because, you know, the stuff the author was saying was, I felt like it was geared a lot towards women. You know, not, I'm not saying that's the way it is. I mean, I'm not against the author or anything like that, but you know, now I know that women, you know, we tend to be the problem and we don't even know. And so, but anyways, I was just feeling really singled out and I just internalized it instead of giving it to God and letting God change me. I just, I just got really hurt and I just, I just gave up and I was very boisterous about it. And then Emerson got mad at me and he's like, you know what? It's not God's fault. And he's like, I'm not perfect. And I do a lot of stuff wrong, but it just didn't matter to me because all I could see is how incompatible we were with each other. And even though those are lies, I still believed them. And I just felt like giving up, you know, like it's all my fault. Why did you know, why did God even create woman for man to fight with in the first place? Like, just, you know, so it was probably a big pity party. But anyway, um, so then, um, you know, there's some more details in my book, but I won't go into everything just because I don't want this episode to get too long. But um, we, one morning, were visiting about something, and I, um, I wanted my husband to, 
I was, I went through these phases and I was in like this decorating phase and just really getting too into it. And I was, I was, believe it or not, wanting him to move all the pictures that were on the walls and move them to different places. Cause I just loved rearranging the house. And so I don't know who does that. I mean, people rearrange furniture, but not pictures, you know, but I was, and my husband had done most of them, but he'd had enough and he, you know, so I was telling him where I wanted the next one. And, and as it was before he went to work and I, um, was having coffee with him and, and I was telling him and he said, you know, no, I'm not going to do it. Like do it yourself. And I just, I just blew a fuse. Like I, that was it. And I, um, I <laughs> was like, this is what that book was all about and love. And, you know, I knew I wasn't respecting him, but like, you're bouncing on my love hose, you know? And, <laughs> and if you've read the book, you know what that means. But, um, anyways, I ended up standing up and dumping my coffee on him and it was really hot coffee too. And I just, I don't even I wasn't thinking. I mean, I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just so mad and I was so hurt at him. It wasn't about the pictures. It was about him being insensitive. You know, I mean, you, I know you know what I'm talking about. And he just tore out of his chair and he was just furious and he was just get away from me, you psycho wife. And I was just chasing him and I was like, you know, I knew I was wrong at that point, but you know, now I'm begging for his forgiveness, right? Because I knew I was just being crazy and I, I ended up scratching him and he started bleeding and I did not, I think, you know, my adrenaline was just rushing and I scratched him and all this and it was just awful. And he ended up throwing my pictures outside and locking me outside. And I, you know, I, he was just, I was crazy and, um, I was borderline abusive and he needed to get away from me and well so anyways I get back in the house and now I'm trailing behind him I'm just so upset because I knew I was just wrong and he said you know I'm leaving for good and I'm not you know he didn't say he wasn't coming back but he just said you know this is it like and I really believed him because I knew I'd never done anything like that before I mean I know I was just a cup of coffee but still I mean I violated him and but anyway, you know, we we made it through that somehow. It was like 10 o'clock by the time we made up. We were text messaging and I don't know, just the grace of God, you know, and I don't know how we did it. I I was I was really scared that he was going to leave me because I was really crazy. And um, so so we made up and then, you know, time went on and I was still we still fought, but now I was just, I was so broken because, you know, I, I, now I had that fight to refer back to and I was just so broken. I was like, God, I just, you know, so now I'm just running away from the problem, you know, and we're fighting and I don't want to fight and I don't want to be a psycho, you know, cause clearly I can't control myself. And, um, so then one day I, it was a Saturday, I think, and we had another fight and, he was in the shower, and so I did. I grabbed the uh, the bedspread, and I grabbed some money from my can, and I went to, I was going to go to the laundromat, and I was going to be there for a long time, and he was going to wonder where I was, and, you know, I was going to try to get him back, you know, <laughs> like that really works. But anyway, um, so then I, I get all ready to leave, and um, 
But then I'm like, well, I need something to do. So I ran back in the house and I was going to grab a book. And I, you know, I, I didn't pick up Love and Respect because that one just wasn't cutting it, you know. Um, but I picked up this other one that my mother-in-law had given me called Daughters of Sarah. It's by Genevieve White. And, you know, I had confided a little bit in my mother-in-law just about, I don't know, I'm not even sure what I said, but probably too much. <laughs> I probably told her too much, but eluded to the fighting. And um, she gave me that, and I just never got around to reading it. So I picked that one up. I don't even know why I picked it up. It was probably the Holy Spirit, but it was small, and it fit in my purse, and so I grabbed it. And uh, so I got to the laundromat, and I started reading it, and I just tell you, it it just messed me up. Like, I, I don't know, there's... You can't you can't even find it. I mean, if you can find it on eBay, but it's not in print anymore. But just it was just a small book, just simple. But there was a ton of scripture in there, and it was coming from a wife. And so, you know, I could I could relate to her better because well, she you know it's one thing to have a man tell you what you're doing wrong, but it's a little easier when it's coming from a woman, you know. And so I kind of felt like she was giving it to me good, and it was the raw truth, and it was God's word, and. It just, it really set me on a journey, and um, and I that's really where this whole thing started. Um, you know, when I read that book, I, I think those were the beginning moments that I realized that, um, you know, yeah, my husband has flaws, but I was just totally deceived. You know, I did not think that my part in it was that big of a deal but it actually actually wives it is a big deal and you know if I mean it's not just I mean I know we hear it you know it takes two to tango it really does um I have a part in it too in in all of the fighting and you know just what I've learned is that my part has been a whole lot bigger than I thought it was and uh you know and you know God in his goodness he during this whole time, I mean, all this fighting, he, he kept speaking to me. He kept, God is just so good. And, and, you know, it's his goodness. It's not, it's nothing I've done. I don't deserve him to be so good to me, but you know, he never left and he kept speaking to other issues and teaching me how to be a mom. And he just takes us where we're at, you know, and, um, but I'm so grateful for that book because, that really started me on a journey um, to seek out the truth and and really, if you take a look at my blog at all, it it'll really take. I mean, if you sign up for the, the the emails, it'll take you through. You know, first being deceived. I mean, that's like the first step. That I mean, my marriage is completely different now. I mean, I my husband. I mean, he would say I'm completely different. Um, and I, I always remind him that it's God who did it. It's nothing Emerson did, but, um, and he knows that, but, you know, if I, if God hadn't opened my eyes, I, I would never be where I am now. My marriage wouldn't be where it is. And, you know, you know, my book, one thing I've written is that, uh, you know, we can change history. I mean, we don't know, I mean, everything that we do, you know, it, it, cha- it changes history, and when I fight with my husband and and my kids see that, and you know, and it's just so, it's so interwoven together. And we don't. So I believe, I, and I believe now. I say it all the time that 
we can change the course of history and we can be the shoulders who's you know we can be the giant whose shoulders future generations are standing on it i believe that and i've seen it and um i just uh so yeah that's that's the very first place that i that's what started this whole thing is you know I, and i really think that god had to let it get as bad as it did because if it didn't i wouldn't have seen my ugliness and i wouldn't have i don't know he did step in and bring that book to me but you know if i hadn't seen my ugliness i would have just you know been on a pedestal you know but i i was faced with my ugliness that you know i was a bigger problem than i thought and um you know accountability is really a, a huge part in if our marriage gets better or not i mean if if i mean and i'm not saying husbands don't have things that they need to change. I mean, our husbands are not perfect, but what I have learned is that I need to give my husband to God and let God deal with him. There's no one I can change but myself. I can barely change myself with God's help. And so that's like the starting point. If I don't realize that I've been blind and and believing lies, you know, and thinking I'm better than I am, there's, I, I personally don't think that there's any hope. I mean, God can always step in, but that that is where my story started and um and I've learned so much since then. Um and it really hasn't been that long since all of this started, maybe fo- maybe close to 5 years. I don't even remember anymore. 2018, I don't know. I don't know because it took me a year to write the book and then but we were fighting before that too and so me writing my book the quarreling wife was really it was really me studying god's word and i i was just writing as i went and um it really turned into a passion of mine to share it and to help other women and uh but my and i'm still learning so much and my blog has a ton of articles on it um but i, I highly recommend starting with you know, the deception uh, category, because that's just, just really important that we know that we're deceived first. I mean, that's the first thing. But um, yeah, uh, I just wanted to share my testimony and um, to get this rolling. And uh, I hope to go back and uh, do, do podcasts with each blog post that I've done. Because I just, you know, I get, I'm busy. I don't even have time to sit down and read. So I kind of feel like a little bit of a hypocrite because I don't even read blogs and, and I have one. Um, but I just love to write. But but I love to talk too. So I, this is kind of perfect. Um, and it's, I know that it's just so busy nowadays and it's just easier to listen. Um, and so I just, yeah, I hope you're blessed and I hope you, Come back again to hear to hear more. Thanks. Make sure to check out the book that started it all, The Quarreling Wife by Danielle Miller, available on Amazon. Also the blog at www.awomanofvirtue.com for even more resources. God's ways are so old that they are almost new, but they are 100% effective and can change your marriage like nothing else can. Thank you for joining me today. And make sure to subscribe to this channel for new and upcoming content. Also give us a 5 star rating so we can reach even more wives here at A Woman of Virtue. Be blessed today wife and may your family be forever changed by the decisions you make this day.